Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With the imminent return of real, actual, full-capacity wrestling shows, remember those? They were rather good, weren't they? The prospect of hearing an arena full of rabid pro wrestling enthusiasts is one that's well worth getting excited about. We've seen empty crowds, cardboard crowds, digital crowds, but none of them are as good as that moment when something amazing happens in the wrestling ring and a venue full of the brim of fans chants holy shit in unison. So in preparation for this most glorious of returns, we thought we'd take a look at some of the lesser known, but no less incredible, holy shit moments from the world of pro wrestling. I'm Adam Nicholas, this is What Culture Wrestling, and these are 10 holy shit wrestling moments you didn't know about. Number 10, Balls Mahoney, Light Tube. When Balls Mahoney took what a clueless commentary team referred to as a big orange thing and smashed it into Ian Rotten's head, the IWA Mid-South crowd, despite the blood spouting from every contour of Rotten's scalp, still chanted, holy shit. Because of course they did. That big orange thing wasn't a traffic cone, as you might have guessed, but was in fact several light tubes packaged together, each of them exploding on impact. He wore the quickest crimson mask that has ever materialised, started gibbering, and balls, well he looked like he just killed the man. Somehow, rather thankfully, he hadn't. Number 9. Kenta Kobashi suplexes Mitsuharu Musawa off a ramp. You've undoubtedly seen many bumps over the years from great heights that have drawn actual holy sh- chance from a North American audience. But when Kenta Kobashi took a tiger suplex off the apron during his legendary GHC heavyweight title match with Mitsuharu Misawa in March 2003, the Budokan crowd instead reacted with silent astonishment. The suplex was executed to perfection. It didn't feel that way in the moment, but under scrutiny, Kobashi took the bump across the flat of his back. But in wrestling, it's all about the sell, and Misawa and Kobashi were such masters that this felt like a far steeper and much more dangerous plunge to the floor than it actually was. Number 8. The Matrix Minute After locating the amazing red exchange the sequence so white hot at an early Ring of Honor show that the crowd received a weight contest as a real blood sport, the entire rhythm of a professional wrestling match changed in its wake. In an opening sequence where an outwitted and enraged Loki goes on a furious rampage of high-speed offense, Amazing Red manages to dodge, duck, dip, dive and dodge almost all of it. With Key being so fired up and exploding so quickly, the whole thing felt like a shoot in the magic of the moment. Finished off with a war cry into Red's face when the sequence finally took a second to actually breathe. The fans didn't even know the chant that this is awesome at that point, but this intoxicating new formula would soon become the norm 
to generate that reaction. Number 7, the Dragon Gate 6 man that changed everything. Every awesome adrenaline festival you see on AEW Dynamite can be traced back to the amazing transformative war from Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor 2006 pitting Doom Fixer against Blood Generation. It was a 20 minute endorphin rush of a match that never rested while being worked at warp speed. Just as it felt like Seema had outworked Ryo Saito with his agility, Saito smashed him back onto the canvas with a Hurricane Rana powerbomb cut off. That sequence unfolded just three seconds after a stereo dive sequence to the outside. A blare of constant graceful motion, the fans could barely get a chant going, spluttering in awe before finally settling on Please don't stop. And watching this one back, you can understand why. Number six, Hiroshi Tanahashi survives the murder boy. Now to call this one you didn't know about is possibly a stretch here. This is, after all, one of the greatest matches ever, promoted amid New Japan's seminal peak, but it certainly isn't talked about enough. And this isn't a holy sh moment because Hiroshi Tanahashi absorbed some painful bump or deranged stunt. Tanahashi created a holy sh moment by walking, just taking a few steps, and walking forward. At the 2018 G1 Climax Final, Kota Ibushi went into murder boy mode and smacked Tana in the face repeatedly and somewhat stiffly too. Incredibly, Tanahashi no-sold the entire barrage, seemingly done being toyed with by the so-called god of NJPW. He shook his head and set the audience on fire and seemed to glow in the middle of the ring, literally fired up by Ibushi's violent offense. And the crowd, as you can probably imagine, went absolutely mad. Number five, Darby Allen gets posted. Ethan Page will meet Darby Allen in a coffin match. Now, yes, this is a casket match and casket matches are invariably not great, but that is an old take. Mid-90s WWF casket matches were, in fact, very awful. Past tense, because The Undertaker was simply rolled across the canvas towards an object by a bunch of plodding hosses. No offense to the hosses, we do love you, but it is what it is. AEW's coffin match will be significantly different. Less, Kama the Supreme Fighting Machine looks ready for a cup of tea, and more, Darby Allen is teased being thrown from terrifying heights in a super dangerous brawl. The feud is basically a rehash from their old evolved days, and AEW is rehashing it because it was really, really good, but very few people actually saw it. Exhibit A, Ethan Page press slamming Darby Allen into a ring post from the ramp. A tremendous bump only Allen could take. It was a horrifying moment that felt like a meme attempt. Allen's ability to crumble in such a nasty position of vulnerability was never exploited better than by Ethan Page. Although it is fair to say, Darby Allen has a bit of a track record in this department. Number four, Darby Allen, pre-AW Insanity. Bumps down a flight of concrete stairs. A neck first bump on the ramp in a body bag filled with tacks smashed against a brick wall by two men in a fall broken by the glass his body shattered. And if anything, this is Darby Allen being reined in on AEW Dynamite. His half-dead character cheated death several times on the independent scene, on which he terrified the most ironic hardened husks with his inspired stunt work. He learned how to fall from the most drastic of heights with a skateboard, and thus the sharp sting of shin on pavement is so familiar that he doesn't so much have a pain threshold, but is completely impervious to it. He took a somersault sent on off a balcony through six chairs, paid tribute alongside Joey Janela to the spot that caused New Jack to suffer partial blindness, and performed a coffin drop when strapped to a chair once more off a balcony. He's an absolute maniac because he's really great at simply wrestling. He does the rest of this stuff just to feel something. Number three, Kenny Omega, grossest bump ever. Omega rose to the stratosphere in 2016 as the Bullet Club's cleaner, but ended his breakthrough elite level performance in 2012. His DDT 15th anniversary match with golden lover Kota Ibushi was a terrifying and incredible amplification of a core wrestling truth. The level of trust is so deep that wrestlers hit their closest friends the hardest. 
To exacerbate everything, this was actually the theme of the match, and also a collector's item too, featuring the first and as of recording only one winged angel kickout, because John Moxley kicking an exploding rope is not a kickout. Apparently. In a lesser known beat, however, Omega took a move that he called during an interview with Alicia at 2 in 2017 to this day the most shocking fall that I've ever had to absorb. A Frankensteiner from the top turnbuckle to the floor was a sight that inspired as much awe as it did disgust, an unhinged risk compounded by the sheer velocity generated. In that same interview, Omega would go on to say, It was gross and I would never do it again. Seeing the footage scares me. Number two, Nick Jackson, clever yet deranged. Nick Jackson is endearingly known by his peers as an absolute lunatic. In the modern industry, renowned for demented risk-taking and eye-watering bumps, Nick Jackson is known as the crazy one. He's also astonishingly creative, and this attribute, fused with a mischievous desire to outsmart the self-styled hardcore PWG fans, converged to create the jaw-dropping moment at PWG 3 Mendes 3. They had seen someone teetering at the top of a ladder before the delayed bump, which was insane enough, but they hadn't seen this incredible Nick Jackson twist in which he used the top rope as a springboard to then jump to the outside. Nick was a magical wrestler, so he could conceive of it, and such a next-level heel that he rubbed it in their faces. And number one, with a bullet, PJ Hawks shops himself around. Now, in the UK, certainly, the shopping mall was a place that viewers of a certain age would probably have gone to hang out. You couldn't get served in a pub, so you drank coffee or hot chocolates disguised as coffee, you bought CDs, maybe went to the cinema and managed to get into a film you shouldn't have, and treated yourself to some clothing you probably wouldn't be caught dead in today. It was not, however, a place where you went to watch mad wrestling stunts because you weren't in America, where this was somehow the norm. At least it certainly seems that way, watching a clip that would have went more viral in February 2020, were it not for the peak of the Wednesday Night War and the slight, teeny, tiny inconvenience of a global pandemic causing existential dread to every human being on the planet. But yes, a little-known indie wrestler by the name of PJ Hawks, taking inspiration from his stuntman father, took flight to the shopping mall that month. It was difficult as well as demanded. PJ had very little by the way of a platform, just a railing, and he still managed to launch into a death-defying crossbody into the ring below from a most unsteady position. I'll tell you what, better you than me, brother. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.